0: It feels good to be two and zero Washington commanders beat the Denver Broncos and it's time for reckoning. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the day after reckoning here on ref the district. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. And you can find this wherever you listen to your audio podcasts and right here on YouTube. We appreciate all your support. We are on the believe network. So make sure you check out all the other great content. The believe sports network has to offer stoner. Mm -hmm. Washington is two and zero for the first time since 2011.
1: That's hard. That's hard to fathom, Nathan, that it's been for some people that kind of take it for granted. Yeah, we've been we're 2-0 and all the time, but it,
0: no big you, can't deal. Luck,
1: you can't luck box your way into a 2-0 <laughs> at some point. Maybe this is the year we're luck boxing yeah. into 2-0, and but yeah, it's crazy it's been that long. And I got to ask, is that the year of the famous, I meant to look this up, of the famous Dan Snyder walking down the tunnel and going in Philly, in Dallas? Was it was that, I, that I year? I don't
0: remember. They did the they lost. year. To, they lost to uh they lost to Philly and Dallas both games. I actually had it up just a moment ago because there are some strange uh, similarities. Washington drafted at 16 that year.
1: Oh, really? In they 2011? did
0: Picked up Ryan Kerrigan with Ooh. their second pick. Uh-oh. they picked a defensive lineman as well. So they went back to back defense in uh. rounds one and two that year as well. We're gonna have to hope that the similarities end there as sexy Rexy and John Beck for the quarterbacks and led Washington mm. to only five wins that year. So let's hope oh. the similarities end there for So the that team. was
1: definitely not, if you're saying that they only won five games that year, then that definitely was not the year he was yelling. in Philly. Yeah.
0: Like I said, they, they didn't, they didn't beat. I, I think they might've beat Philly that year. I, I forgot. I had, I like I said, I had it up because I was just like, Man, it's the first time since 2011 i want to yeah. see like what happened that year because 2012 we traded up to get mm. rg3 mm. so i was just like 2012 wasn't or 2011 wasn't that great of a year so it yeah. just like what did they do but for the rest of the season Every
1: and season. let's not forget they played a team in saint from saint louis there's not even a team in saint louis anymore So that's how kind of long ago that was if they were (laughs) 2-0.
0: They did beat uh, their first two games, beating the Giants and the Arizona Cardinals. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, this is getting a lot of, I hope it's not the same vibes, though. It's kind of scary. Especially because they
0: played the Bills that year and got spanked. Oh, yeah. Uh, They got skunked zero points on the board uh, against the Buffalo Bills. There were 35 points against the Denver Broncos mm. though mm. an absolute mm. offensive showing and we've got a lot to break down here in oh, this yeah. day after reckoning as one of those things we're going to be talking about is the screen game because hello it's back it's back and it Finally. was so so good and we're going to be going over those hopefully the NFL doesn't smack our hands uh <laughs> this week like they did last week but there is plenty to talk about here. So we slept on it, Soner. This mm-hmm. is the day after Reckoning. We're going to talk about this. We had an instant reaction. Let's kind of settle down mm-hmm. and really talk about what we thought of the game. Now that you have slept on it, yeah. what did you think of the 35-33 victory over the Denver Broncos? I've
1: got bad news for everybody.
0: Uh-oh. I've
1: got bad news for everybody else in the nfl because after having slept on it and re-watching the game wow was this offense impressive was sam howell impressive and i originally kind of thought as i was going to sleep that i would probably give sam howell kind of a b minus because again taking too many sacks uh, a couple of plays you know the the sack fumble where it could have been a disaster but it wasn't in certain things but yeah, that's kind of happens over the course of the game, but you watch the whole thing and put it all together. Holy cow, Sam Howell was ultra impressive.
0: There some of the those two touchdown throws, the one yes. to Logan Thomas and the one to Terry McLaurin. Those throws mm-hmm. were insanity. Yeah. Okay? And those aren't luck throws. That's not that's not chucking the ball up deep and hoping Terry McLaurin's there. That's yeah. not, you know, some kind of lucky throat this is just sam howell and his arm talent we yes. knew he had arm strength he is arm talent stoner he is yes. putting the ball into these these tight spaces and there he's it, we saw it last week against brian robinson he threaded the needle like six arizona cardinals were looking mm-hmm. at that ball go by them mm-hmm. the terry mclaurin one is over three defenders but that ball is only catchable by Terry McLaurin. So it's not like that Dallas Cowboy interception from last year where he threw it into co- you know triple coverage. Right. Now he's throwing this where only Terry McLaurin's going to get it. He threw it where only Logan Thomas was going to get it.
1: Yep. So yep. Oh, and he man. yeah. He showed patience in a lot of plays. Now again, he's taken too many sacks and mm-hmm. and we'll kind of talk about that as we get into the Buffalo game throughout the week, but uh but he showed mm-hmm. tremendous patience a lot of poise. He doesn't look rattled. I know some people said there in that first quarter that he looked rattled. Well, he just wasn't playing well. Was he rattled? I don't think so. Uh, I think he was continually focused. He wasn't forcing things. I believe there was one drop, so the so the receivers and backs were helping him out for most of that game. The accuracy was there. He only had maybe two Inaccurate throws. He had some good throwaways. Uh, Like I said, a B minus was what I went to bed with. But after rewatching, I can't quite give him an A, but I will give him a B plus. He was really, really, really good this game.
0: Yes, he was better than actually his counterpart there, Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Although Russell Wilson started off on fire with the Denver Broncos, scoring three touchdowns in their opening drive. That's the part that I remembered yesterday. Mm. I was yeah. just like, it felt great winning, and it was such an exciting victory. The Hail Mary shouldn't have happened, uh, mm. but the two-point conversion, no good. We get to celebrate, but I just yeah. remembered last night, man, they let up three easy touchdowns on those opening drives. I mean, they clamped down afterwards, but those three, are that's is that going to be what's going to kill Washington going forward? Because this isn't unknown from a Jack Del Rio defense and given up big plays like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we, we've had that issue before Bobby McCain, not communicating with the the cornerback and then some of that happening. So sure. I was just like, man, I really hope they can get it fixed. But then, like you said, you know, now that we slept on it, I'm sitting there thinking, man, this defense held them to six points for pretty much the rest of the game until that hail Mary.
1: This was a this was probably the most dominant thirty-three point defense that we've seen in a long time. They give up thirty-three points, and yet they dominated most of the game. The defense did those first three drives. You can't you you can't just throw them out. They happened. They were good drives. They were they were not aided by penalties or or anything. I mean, the one was a one play drive, of course. The big touchdown to Sims. Sims. I already say Sims. What's his name?
0: Yeah. Mims.
1: Uh, Mims, yeah. I always want to call them Sims. Uh, but this defense does have a problem getting started, getting going. But you have to give Del Rio slash Rivera credit because they are adjusting. We've complained for years and years that these coaches don't know how to adjust, especially at halftime. Well, these coaches, and we can go back and probably look at the record, these coaches know how to adjust. Mm-hmm. But when you have to adjust, that means you've started off doing something wrong. And so the beginning of the game was a little bit Not necessarily,
0: but I will – yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're falling behind, Mm -hmm.
1: and you're having to make adjustments to fix the mistakes or the setup or whatever it is. So they did a great job of figuring something out. And then, of course, those last two drives at the end where Denver is just trying to get down there and score, and you're playing a little bit of a prevent defense – uh, to try and let them use the clock, keep everything in front of you. You have the catch that different. you
0: disagreed with. Uh, yeah,
1: I still don't get that. That still it, was not a catch. The the one right before the Hail Mary, mm-hmm. where the guy caught it out of bounds, that gave him an extra 10 yards. And if Russell Wilson doesn't have that extra 10 yards, he's not getting it to the goal line. I mean, he only got it to, like, where they tip it at, like, the three or 4 right, yards. Yeah, line. right
0: in front of the uh, goal line. Yeah, man. so Maybe move a 10 yard,
1: back. <laughs> and if that guy makes that catch, they're going to stop him short of the goal line if they're 10 yards back so i still got a problem with that but it just overall the defense although they gave up 33 points this is crazy to say they were actually pretty dominant
0: that they were and part reason why they were dominant as they returned hmm. with chase young now yep. we didn't really call his name early on in the game but as the Correct. game got going chase young started to make his name known mm-hmm. ended the game with a sack and a half which matched yep. his sophomore season yep and he looked like the rookie defensive player of the year mm-hmm. that we were all salvating over three years ago stoner
1: well we've been waiting three years not just for chase young but we've been waiting three years for this this defensive line filled with first round draft picks with four first round draft picks so that means they're all highly paid plus of course the two different Uh, defensive tackles have got their extensions. So that's a very highly paid defensive line. We've been waiting for them to finally start dominating games. And that's what they've been doing these two games. And that's what Chase did in this particular game as well. He was all over the place. Montez was all over the place. Now, John Allen wasn't heard from as much, but we watched it. He was getting double teamed all the time. So that allowed Deron Payne to have single man blocking. And he was just destroying those guys. I think I looked at it and the two of the offensive linemen for the Broncos had the worst, not only PFF grades, but also the most percentage of uh, pressures mm-hmm. uh, in the entire league this past week. Deron Payne had the one series on defense uh, where he opening sacked for the Russell third Wilson. Quarter. Yeah. Yep. He sacked Russell Wilson. Then he got a tackle for loss on the running back and then he knocked down a Russell Wilson pass, three and out. I mean, that was just a complete domination from him. So, yes, Chase was great. That whole defense, like I said, was great, but it was good to see Chase being his dominant self. I've criticized him hard, and I think it's okay to criticize him because Mm -hmm. just look at what he's done or what he hasn't done. But it's good that he shut me up and shut a lot of haters up uh, I, I don't consider myself a hater, by the way. I'm just critical. He's <laughs> just a just realist. Critical. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm critical. <laughs> it's not hating yeah. because no, again, I, I want him to do well.
0: There there's certainly some fair criticism to mm-hmm. you know, especially that that second season where he didn't perform well, but it's nice, like I said, to have him come back. And it was a little slower than I was expecting him to be i thought maybe he was just going to unleash himself very early on but yeah. part of it was the denver offense was doing a good job of manipulating the field and yeah and staying away but as soon as they started getting behind or washington kind of kept uh you know knocked them back after getting punched in the mouth mm-hmm. they had no answer for chase young you mentioned jonathan allen getting double teamed deron Payne is a force in of himself you're leaving a Montez Sweat and a Chase Young one-on-one, and there was plenty of times there where McGlinchey uh, was getting pushed back into Russell Wilson's lap. Mm-hmm. Just an absolute power move. Ron Rivera mm-hmm. talked about this actually, how those two Montez Sweat and Chase Young were having a lot of just hey, meet at the QB type yeah. plays where they were they. It, and I love the brotherly love that's going on between Montez Sweat and Chase yeah. Young. The broadcast got a good clip of that where uh, Chase Young got his sack and Montez brings him up and he's pointing at his face and you could just tell how happy Montez sweat is for Chase Young because I think Mm -hmm. he needed to get that monkey off of his back. And boy, did he,
1: boy, did he, you're right. He, he was so good and, and, and it was just kind of reminiscent of his rookie year and it came out of nowhere. Like the first half, he was pretty much invisible and we even watched him specifically on a couple of plays and he, the effort didn't seem to be there, but you know, I guess he just needed to kind of get going and get a feel for the game. He hadn't played in a game in quite a while. Uh, He just had those four snaps in the preseason. So it'd been a while for him and it was just good to see him out there dominating, but man, that first half, that first quarter, I just thought we were doomed. I thought Washington was doomed from the start and yet, all the adjustments were made on both sides of the ball, and then they pretty much dominated from there on out. It was it was fun yeah. from that point on.
0: Very reminiscent of when these two teams faced off in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Denver rushed out to a 10-point lead, but Doug Williams had other plans there, mm-hmm. and uh, RQB here, Sam Howell, had other plans. Eric beatamy namely, was the one who brought in the screen game, which yeah. was just amazing to see now there were a couple screens that looked broken up that didn't look the part yep. but six screens stoner did the job like they were just perfectly called perfectly executed they, yeah. these were getting huge chunk plays and it's nice to see that when it's not third and 20. Right. Some of these were happening, uh, you know, down in the early downs and they it was were part half, of the offense. It was part of the offense. It right. wasn't a, well, we got to just get some yards here. And right. it was beautiful to see.
1: It was. And, and I think they had seven total, mm-hmm. but one of them was called back because of a uh, offensive pass interference. It was, it was one of those where, and we'll show it on here, but Sam didn't like what he saw. And then he eventually threw it away, but the guys were already blocking downfield. So yeah. that makes sense. But it was a penalty, so it didn't count. But yeah, six for six for eighty-five yards on screenplays. Yep, well, that's pretty we, good.
0: It is not just pretty good; it's <laughs> pretty darn good there, especially
1: around here in Washington, <laughs> yeah. where we it's just watched so terrible long. screenplay for so it's long. It's been
0: so long since we've mm-hmm. had a good screenplay here, and so I promised you that we're going to watch these here and Stoner clip them up for us here. Let's uh, let's start with this first one.
1: Okay. Uh, this first one is a screenplay to Dotson, and we'll show it here in a second. But Dotson is the inside guy right here. Um, yep, he's the inside guy right here. And then he's going to have these two guys blocking for him. And when you look at it, when you Sam's looking at this play, he's got to be looking and saying, this is a play that's going to work. Because they've got single coverage over here and just one safety. So it looks like it should work in concept. So I'm gonna hit the play button here. Oh, there we go. Hit the play button. I circled the wrong guy, but it was to Dotson. Yeah. And yeah, for sure, Denver just bottled yeah, it. They
0: sniffed it out there. Uh, notice the uh, the uh, Curtis Samuel and Logan Thomas blocking the same guy here. Yes, that's that key. was that was part of the problem on this one, as the linebacker is able to get up there. Because this ball gets in time to Jahan Dotson. Mm -hmm. And if Logan Thomas is out there blocking ahead of him.
1: If he's out here. If he's out out there.
0: Yep. Then they just have to get by there. So didn't end up doing that this was the screenplay that was just like, why is Washington so bad at screenplays? Like, just, <laughs> I know that was the first so, one, right? So frustrating because yeah. it's been so long since we've had good screenplay. Here we go with Rander Gregory and company going to just yep. tackle him for a loss here.
1: Yeah. And as good as Jahan Dotson is, he's not beating three guys. I mean, they've yeah. got him completely surrounded and and sure enough, it goes for minus two yards and, and good play by uh, Gregory there to come all the way from the defensive end position to take away that possible inside cut. Sure. That Dotson could have made but instead of course he gets tackled right away for a 2-yard loss. And you're right. After that one, you're you're thinking uh-oh they they just the screen game is just not going to work. Mhm. Um, all right, so the second one here is a screen to Brian Robinson that went for 21 yards.
0: Note, both of these two were on second down here. Mm-hmm. Sadiq Charles getting ahead here on the block, and it was just a big time run. Lots of open space there by Robinson. Mm-hmm. So again, look at the look at the blocking, right? So everybody's going to allow their guy to kind of crash in. Sadiq yep. just chips his guy and is already moving.
1: Yep, absolutely. This is just a one-man screen in in terms of blocking, and yeah, and you're right. The key to that is number one is for the line to get a little bit of a block, but then allow those rushers to come in thinking they've beaten the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And the key is also for Sam to be patient. Don't dump that ball too quick. And he does just enough there to allow that rush to come in. Look, they've got. One, two, three, four guys right here. One recognizes it, but he's not going to catch Brian Robinson. That's the whole key. And then you've got Sadiq Charles out here with one defender within almost what? Almost 12, 13 yards between him and the first defender when he first gets Mm -hmm. it. And then Sadiq makes a great block. He beats this one potential tackler. And next thing you know, he's running free. And he gets all the way down. And there was some good downfield blocking you see right got here. Perry McLaurin right McLaurin in front of McLaurin this guy. Doing his thing. Uh, Dotson had a good block earlier on this guy. And then it gets B-Rob all the way down for a 21-yard gain. Really, really, really impressive screen to Brian Robinson.
0: Third screen here. Third time on second down. This time second and 10. So you got second and eight, second and five, second and 10 here. And yep. this is what we're talking about, Stoner. This isn't. This is no longer just a, hey, you, we've got to move this ball a little bit on a third down and long. Yeah, we're we're using this as a part of the offense here. As a weapon. I'd we love to see it. Yes. And as he, a weapon instead of a grasper. You have a lot of athletes on this team that can, if you get them in space, they're going to be hard to get down, whether or not it's their speed or in Brian Robinson's case, just that he is a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, he, and he's got a little bit of speed, too. Oh, yeah. He's not slow, but he's, come on, he's not Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, or <laughs> Antonio right. Gibson, or even Curtis Samuel speed, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So they're basically running uh, a 4-2-5 here on a second and 10. Let me turn that off. Sorry about that. And um, here's Curtis Samuel right here for this screen. And again, the concept, if Sam's looking at this, he says, this has got a good shot at working. If Terry can get one block and Samuel can defeat the one tackler, mm-hmm. we got something here. And so he gets out there. Oops, sorry. I botched that one again. Samuel came from the backfield. But again, you see right here, you've got
0: Jahan Dotson here. is blocking. Yeah.
1: You got a block here. Curtis beat this one guy and you've got something. The pass is on time. And it's well, on even target. for those
0: two, uh, those two blockers right there, right now the, is the the idea to this is keep that outside, right? Because 47 here, the linebacker for Denver Mm -hmm. isn't going to make it through those two uh, players. If Curtis Samuel turns it up the sideline. So that's, that should be the goal there as Jahan Dotson gets pushed back, unable to secure that outside block. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Terry McLaurin has a hard time getting in front of his guy there, but ends up not going, the distance here a second time with a kind of a wide receiver screen that did not do the trick. Yeah. And a large part of that was just the blocking. Like you said, the, the, the play call was right. And if Dotson and McLaurin can block to get that sideline open for Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. that might be a house call as fast as Curtis Samuel is.
1: Yep, absolutely. And, and the line does a good job of showing that they're, they're running a sweet, you know, a power, Run to the left with B. Rob. Everybody going this way. We've got the whole defense kind of going this way, except for these guys. Do a nice job of recognizing. It. But you're right. If they can hold those blocks, you might have something. Or maybe Curtis has got to cut it back in. And he committed to the outside, in which the defender did a good job. Yeah. Of getting over I,
0: there. So I, I definitely think the play design is to cut it to the outside there. Yeah. And he, sure. I mean, he could have probably cut it inside, but 42, 47 are right there for Denver. So he's probably not getting much further in that regard either so
1: yep so that one didn't work out as well but now you've got a first down here and this is a screen to cole turner that's right
0: Mm, this one was a good one here look at how many levels to this there were and -hmm. then cole turner getting tripped up and then they marked it as only a nine yard gain. And we all can see clearly that was at least a 10 yard gain.
1: Yeah. Here's where he hits right here across this line. They marked him a yard short of that, but anyway, Uh, but yeah, this concept is fantastic. If you watch it uh, from the beginning to where it starts, because Cole Turner is over here on the line. Mm -hmm. You've got, I think that's Mitchell Tinsley. If I'm not, it looks
0: like 86, which is Mitchell Tinsley.
1: So he's going... Although I think it's actually
0: 24, maybe. I think that's Tinsley. Yeah. Oh, no, it is Tinsley. It's 86.
1: Yep. So he's going this way. Everybody's kind of setting up over here as though it's going to be a screen to Tinsley. To the right, Cole Turner's blocking. So he's acting like he's blocking. And then all of a sudden, he lets the man go and turns around. Again, the patience by Sam... To be able to allow that guy to get close to him, that takes you know, cojones to to have a 280 pound dude coming right at you and waiting, 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 and then dumping it off to Cole Turner. And the next thing you know, he's got blocking out here. He's got one here. He's got two here. You got a nice seal. I believe that's Cosme there. And then next, thing, he's got a big hole, and mm-hmm. you got Nick Gates over here trying to find somebody to block yeah cuz there's nobody over there and then he just gets tripped up i think that's singleton their their linebacker because if he doesn't i don't believe there's anybody back here
0: no no you the, got with this
1: block and you've got gates right here and he's probably, it, it, it
0: yeah. should have been a touchdown if he doesn't get tripped up so not only that so you, you're bringing up the the first fake screen what i love about this play design as well if you go all the way back mm-hmm. is brian robinson right so it's like it looks like it's a fake handoff to brian robinson mm-hmm. and which he only it's so sam howell doesn't make the motion to it but brian robinson does it like he is uh trying to run But then the way Brian Robinson runs the rest of this, this looks like it's going to be a screen to Brian Robinson. Sure. And so the defense, and you'll see it here as this play develops a little bit, the defense ends up running towards Brian Robinson. The linebacker here is aiming for Brian Robinson, thinking it was going to come here, Mm -hmm. which opens it up the the center of the field here, because those two took themselves out thinking we're going to charge down on the screen pass to Brian Robinson. Mm -hmm. Only it's dumped off to the intermediate, Cole Turner, who then has, like you said, a wall of blocking ahead of him. Look at 99's here.
1: He's still looking at Brian Robinson Mm -hmm. on this play. And it's too late by the time he realizes that B-Rob doesn't have the ball. And then you got a nice block right here. And then, yeah, if he could have kept his feet, he'd probably scored. But still... A great it was only nine yards. I wanted to write down ten because it should have been ten. <laughs> uh, but they only gave him mark, nine. Marked
0: at that. nine, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one.
1: This is the uh this is the one that I was trying to say earlier. I believe this is uh Samuel right here, and he's gonna go out for the uh screen. And Sam doesn't throw it. I'm not sure why he doesn't throw that. Maybe because of the defenders right in his face here. Uh, but he doesn't throw it. And then by the time he rolls out and throws it, these guys are blocking downfield and he has to throw mm. it away. Flag comes in, a couple of flags, sorry. And uh, they get called for offensive pass interference on that. So they took Denver, took the penalty 10 yards back. So it doesn't go into the stat sheet as an incomplete pass. Um, but that was it's just smart decision one... to
0: throw it away. Um, probably a good, good decision not to throw it either. Uh, yeah, that's one that of those down him.
1: he's got to know also and that play that he's going to have guys downfield blocking So he just and he can't it. throw it away. He yeah. has to eat it. He has to either take a, a two-yard sack or he has to try to get a, a yard or two or something like that because you're definitely going to get offense pass interference on that. Uh, but, yeah, so I think he didn't want to throw it because of this guy right here in his face. But if you look, again, you have a good setup you got two blockers out here and you've got uh Curtis Samuel who's who
0: just has to beat some. one guy yeah yep.
1: but didn't work out didn't work out all right the next two are great all right this this next one right here that we're going to play here this is the screen to Antonio Gibson
0: on a second and 14 second we haven't 14. had a third down screen yet by the way
1: yeah which he took all the way for 35 yards and again, was a shoestring tackle away from break taking that to the yeah. house. He almost took it to the house. He
0: showed his uh, open field speed here, and I was losing my dang on mind. Antonio Gibson, this is what I envisioned for him when it comes to this offense, as mm-hmm. he gets by number 99 here because he's fast. Sadiq Charles is out here pestering a linebacker, which allows – Antonio Gibson, and then he puts a guy on his butt side, his backside there.
1: Yep, and he's got five he guys into the center. Mm-hmm.
0: Cuts in the center. This is two Denver players who had us, who got put on skates. Bates out there giving a block, getting some extra yardage there. Just, and then yep, yep, there's the shoestring tackle.
1: Yep, I mean Gibson did everything right on this play. And again, you've got three receivers to the right, mm-hmm. so. Denver's defense is going to slide their coverage to their left, to Denver's left, because they've got three threats over there. And then you come back with a screen left. And again, good job by Leno here to allow his guy to kind of come in a little bit and then lock him up. Great job. I thought here by Gates to not get a blindside block and to just kind of shield him a little bit. Cause he probably makes that tackle by the way, if Gates doesn't bump him, who knows? And then Charles down here, uh, way out in front, making a nice block. And then the rest is Gibby in space. This is Gibby in space. This is his specialty. Like
0: you said, this is this is what I'm, he does sorry, well. It's whose specialty? Gibson's specialty. A G. That's a Gibson play right here. <laughs> he definitely earned his his full full name on this one. He yeah. had a great game, Antonio Gibson. Loved to see it.
1: And he did a great job of cutting towards
0: the middle there, away
1: from the defenders. He's got five defenders around him.
0: <laughs> I want to. S- then he should he should screenshot that and just put it up on, uh on there. Look at the two guys. Just one's like <laughs> seriously one. on his backside. The other one sl- is in the process of sliding and trying yeah. to change direction. I might I might have to put the, that big, out there. the big guy is gonna is gonna fall down trying to make the tackle here. Yeah. Just oh man. Yeah, and then
1: that's also the right move to cut it back towards the middle because the defender has that outside leverage, and mm-hmm. now he sets up Bates to get that block. block. And if he, if thirty-one doesn't get him, he probably scores. Maybe
0: this guy. Uh, he probably him. has thirty-two pestering yeah. him a little bit, but I mean he picks up probably an easy five more yards off of that. What Put a, it in what the lo- the Louvre,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. And then his, this is the last one. This is another one to be robbed.
0: Second and eight zero third down screens
1: zero and again oh this one i mean you look here he should have scored just just stopping the play right there with cosme and and he's at the 45 yard
0: line and you said you said he would score because he's got sadiq charles and sam cosme in front of him they split
1: yeah let me, and- let me go back to the beginning and kind of run it full here, instead of stopping it. I'm supposed to do that. But yeah, so he goes out there and he's got the two blockers, and they crash into each other, and then Robinson gets tackled. But I mean that was, again, another great design and great execution. They were taking advantage of Denver's aggressiveness on the off on the defensive line. And all these blockers letting those guys crash. And it was a blitz, by the way. They got six mm-hmm. guys coming in. And then next thing you know, B-Rob turns around. Again, great Patience. job by Sam yeah. Howell being patient, allowing all these. If that's me back there, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing that as soon as I get it. You wouldn't want the, white,
0: the burgundy top with the white bottoms if you were back there. That would not be a white bottom at all.
1: Yep. Uh he yeah, he does there. he
0: does get hit there, but uh like you said, gets that pass out to Brian Robinson. Boom. Two things I want to note here. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the play, I was counting up the defense. There are eight defenders. So you the mentioned box. the six coming in, and there's these two that are up on the wide receivers there, which if so that means really really there are only three guys there who potentially could stop this play had mm-hmm. it fully developed. Now, one of the other things as we go a little bit further into this is is Brian Robinson needs to show a little bit of patience as well, I think at the end of this. This is being very nitpicky on a 21-yard gain. Yeah, but, so
1: just staying behind them.
0: Yes, because they they're like they end up tripping so it doesn't matter. But if he stays a little bit behind these blocks, he can have someone block 27 and then another one block 31. But because he's rushing yeah. out, he's going to end up ahead and he's got a one-on-one there at the end. Yeah. If he follows his blocks, I think he gets a little bit further, assuming those two don't trip. So, that again, that's very nitpicky on a 21-yard gain there. Yeah. My f- second favorite part, because the whole execution is my favorite part to this. My uh-huh. second favorite part is, and you, you didn't clip it, you, you cut it away. You cut away. From oh. it is Sam Cosme <laughs> gets up from this one and looks over at Sadiq Charles like, dude, what are you doing? What the heck, man? Because what happens here is Sadiq Charles undercuts uh Cosme and they just end up clipping their, their feet together.
1: I mean so B Rob had to uh avoid the tackle of Sadiq Charles <laughs> before he had to avoid the tackle of a defender. He yeah. had to jump over Sadiq Charles. But yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why Sadiq decided to go behind Cosme on that. They're running side by side, just keep mm-hmm. going, but they did. And yeah, you're right. We're criticizing a 21 yard gain, uh, a very impressive screen. That's
0: our life now. Stoner. I know that's, that's our life. That's, that's our life is, is <laughs> we get to crazy. criticize 22 yard gains. Yeah. What is yeah. it like having an offense An like, again, because this is, we, we've mentioned it several times. And I'm going to hit it one more time. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. We have an offense that's using the screen game as a, as kind of an offensive skill set as a weapon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not as a, Hey, we have to do this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's it like criticizing a 21 yard gain and being like, well, you know, we could have got five more yards because this is what Eric, the is doing. I guarantee you. Oh yeah. He is. He is. He's going to talk to those two and be like Sadiq. What are, what are you, you doing? Do? Undercutting yeah. him what Sam? You, you know, you know, uh, cause me what, what, why, why didn't you get ahead? Brian, why aren't you following those blocks? Don't sure. be patient back there. He's going to nitpick to get from 21 yards to 27 yards. Right. So what's that like for you?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's nice. This is the first time in a long time that we've been able to look at tape and have to critique good plays. Normally we're tearing apart. I mean, an, when it was 21 3, we were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to look at Chase Young's snaps. That's what our film session is going to be because he's not getting it done and we want to see what's going on. And then it turns into now, after you win, you're like, let's look at something positive and then let's critique it a little bit and how they can make it even better. So it's awfully nice to have an offense that's kind of clicking right now. Even again, last year, last week, what did they score? 20. I can't remember the last score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20. twenty to
0: sixteen against. The but Arizona we saw Tigers.
1: we saw the promise. We saw mm-hmm. that it it was there, and then this week they exploded for thirty five. Uh, so it's it's nice to have an offense. We haven't had that here in a
0: while. Yeah. Now it's and of note, we we actually did criticize the lack of the short passing game last week, and where was the screen game and everything? So it's nice to see at this game. We'll see how they put it together this week mm-hmm. against the Buffalo Bills. But before we we even think to talk that let's wrap up this here with the washington commanders and denver broncos here our go goes and no goes yep like i said i always like to start with that negative so you can end on a positive stoner give me your no go for this game
1: it's that's it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to come up with a with a no go Man, you know what? I, I usually think about these things, and I thought about it a little bit, but I was like, it's hard to find a heavy critique. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Cheeseman.
0: Mm. I mean,
1: Cheeseman on that, that first field goal anyway. Uh, I did finally get to see the all-22 view of it, of the snap that he had on the first field goal, which messed up the timing. and And he dribbled it in there like he's mm-hmm. done, like he did last week. That's two weeks in a row now that he's had bad snaps on field goals. Last week, uh, they made it. This week, he missed the field goal, and you're going to blame Cheeseman. So that's the only real thing, really, I can come up with, is Cheeseman had that bad snap, missed the field goal, and then you're just kind of like, oh, it deflates you. and Maybe that had a little effect on the rest of the team, having given up a whole bunch of points after that. Who knows, but he's got to get better.
0: Yeah, he he changed his uh, snap for the season. I, we, I haven't heard whether or not that was on his own or through coaching, mm-hmm. but it's not working right now for him and this kicking game. And we already kind of had a little bit of a question mark on Joey Sly because mm. he has a big leg, but sometimes it's not as accurate as you would want. Yeah. And it's hard to be accurate when you're, when the timing's off. And that's, that's one of those things that's rough, stoner, because yeah. the, those three have to work over and over and over together. It's a chemistry thing, it's a timing sure. thing. And so, what do you think would be worse right now for Washington? Keeping Cheeseman in there and letting him work through the snap issue or replacing him and having to build chemistry with a new long snapper?
1: Yeah, I don't ever like the idea of changing out uh, anything to do with your special teams, your kicking, punting, snapping, and all that in the middle of a season, unless it's just catastrophic. Like last year, a lot of people were calling for Joey Sly's head. I I don't like doing that because we Mm. saw what happened two years ago when they got rid of Dustin Hopkins in the middle of the year, and then they ended up with a guy off the street who couldn't even get it over the, the line. So you just have to keep working at it. He's got to keep working at it. He didn't have this problem before. I don't know what's going on with it. So just keep working at it. I don't think they should change anything out.
0: Okay. Nice. Uh, mine is going to be Percy Butler. Hmm. Uh, he was the safety, you know, who was responsible for that lar- long Mims touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there there's going to be some nitpicking a little bit when it comes to these victories and the- you know, the defense definitely struggled in those first three drives. Miscommunication was a part of it. It's nice to see Percy Butler get some action. He was somebody who last year we were very excited about as a rookie, didn't really mm-hmm. get to see him outside of special teams play. They're trusting him more and more in the defense. And if he's going to be out there, he can't give up these big pass plays to these speedy wide receivers. So I, I was looking and trying to find to uh, see if there was you know some redeeming qualities like cody but uh cody barton Barton Mm -hmm. was gonna be my no-go for a large part of this but then he actually had several really good plays that were involved yeah i was just like "Ah, all right percy butler was a person on the field and you know he did his job fine but he also oh, had the big one he also had some uh, miscommunication things that uh, led for some uh, some big time Seattle plays so Percy Butler is gonna be my no-go as we move to the go-go there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for stoner mm-hmm. to <laughs> to game the system right so I'm gonna take a go-go prior right. to him all right so that fair. way I can allow him to list <laughs> off like seven people before yeah. he gets to to or his. not
1: list seven people or not list right. seven
0: people. Mine is going to be Nick Gates, my go-go. Okay,
1: I like that. Um,
0: one, I think the offensive line did a fair job, but I'm listing him as my go-go because of his defense of Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. When First Logan Thomas in. got rocked, Nick Gates was the one who got up in the defense's face and was and kind of really set the tone, right? Because mm-hmm. Washington at that point, of course, they just scored. But they still didn't seem to have the fire like they were going to start working their way back. But Nick Gates getting into their face kind of again solidified them as a unit as he's had other people. Sadiq Charles was there and a couple others kind of came in as Denver was just like, no, you're not going to push our guy around. But Mm -hmm. Nick Gates wasn't having it. And I think that we really need that kind of fiery leadership in with this team to keep them motivated and uh, and going throughout the season. So great job, Nick, earning my go-go for this game against Denver. How about you, Stoner? Who are you not going to list before you do list someone?
1: And a quick piggyback on that also is is he did it within the rules of the game too, which he mm-hmm. didn't draw a penalty for retaliation, which that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. So good, good on him uh piggyback on that. Uh, look, I'm not going to name the obvious, right? The guys like B-Rob and Sam Howell and Durant Payne, and Forbes, and all those. I'm not going to name all those guys. Um, I'm going to name, for the first time in the history of this show, my go-go is Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis completely changed the game, the momentum, the complexion of the game. When it was 21-3, they had the ball again. Russell Wilson was running around again, and he went in there, and he stripped the ball, in which none of us thought it was a fumble at the beginning. We just thought he hit the ground and the ball popped out, but he chased Russell Wilson down from behind all the way across the field and got that, that strip on Russell Wilson. And next thing, you know, touchdown Washington, Uh, or maybe it was, no, it was a touchdown Washington and then a field goal Washington, and then a touchdown Washington and then touchdown. You know what I mean? He completely changed the game with that one play with the effort and the hustle. So, Good on you, Jamin Davis. He's my go-go for this game. Yeah,
0: that closing speed on that tackle of Russell Wilson yeah, was just... Fantastic. That's the reason why they drafted him at Happy 19 him. overall is, uh, is that athleticism, that ability to get after him so lots of uh, praise to go around let us know here in the comment section or hit us up on our social media channels to let us know who your go-go's and no-go's were for this game as we move into our final thoughts stoner
1: Mm. yep all right my final thought is this please don't take this as being negative but my final thought is that for two weeks This team has kind of gotten lucky. And they've gotten lucky because the other team is beating themselves. Denver beat themselves. Denver, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from Denver. I haven't seen anything. But they beat themselves. Dumb penalties on defense. Um, Dumb penalties on offense. Holding calls. All kinds of stuff that they were doing wrong. They couldn't get their offense going in the second half. Um, We got a call on the non-pass interference on the two point conversion to try and tie the game. So a lot of things went Washington's way because Denver didn't do things right. That's what bad teams do. That's what Arizona did as well. They made a lot of dumb mistakes that cost them dearly. How many times did Washington drives get extended because of penalties? And then Washington ends up scoring on certain plays. We saw it at least two times. They were huge penalties. So I want to caution our our want to be, this is a Super Bowl team. I want to caution that, that the two teams they've beaten are 0-2, and, and they don't look very good in either of their games. All, those four games, they haven't looked good. Mm-hmm. Now the big boys are coming to town, right? The Bills are coming. Then you got the Eagles. Then you got the Bears. Then you got the Falcons, who are 2-0. and And so you're starting to it's going to get real. So just temper our enthusiasm a little bit and let's make sure that we're still supporting the guys and hoping to win, but let's not get carried away. That's it's not negative. I'm saying just keep that
0: same energy, keep the that's, same energy. That's the thing is, sure. is, is, is there's a lot of things to be excited about here with yes, our Washington commanders. I'm a wearing a onesie back to back weeks here on our day after reckoning because they won. My final thought is we have a QB. Maybe maybe it's too early to be the QB of the future or a franchise QB, just three mm. starts into his career. But we have a QB stoner Man. that can make the throws needed at the NFL level. 100%. Yes, there's things to work on. We'll talk about the sacks probably later this week. But when he gets the time to throw the ball, he is zipping it in there. He's putting it where his wide receivers can catch it and only his wide receivers can catch it. Mm -hmm. He has opened up the field from throwing deep. I I believe the uh, broadcast had shared... That uh, next gen stats where he was his deep throwing was just superior and accurate, mm-hmm. and and so he's opened up the deep. He can throw those short passes. He gives some some offense some mobility with his feet. He doesn't have to run it. There might be a designed run here or there. He's not like a, a Lamar Jackson, but right. he doesn't need to be. does right. not even have to be Daniel Jones. But uh, he offers enough mobility that at least he can move out of that pocket. And I just enjoy watching him develop. And he's doing well here on the early set. And as defenses and coaches get a little bit more tape on him, Eric Bianemi being his offensive coordinator is going to do wonders for him Mm and mixing things up and keeping him comfortable. And that's Sam Howell's M.O., Nothing seems to phase him. His teammates like all say that. So I don't I don't understand how anyone could be like, oh, he looks rattled back there after that first quarter. He looked the same as when they were going when they were up. He did. You know, he he, he is just so even keeled And he he outside of the size, you know, he's mm. a little bit short. Outside of the size, mm. he looks the part of an NFL QB. And Washington got themselves a gym in the fifth round if he can even just be, again, we've all we asked for here in Washington was a mid-tier QB, and he looks like he's going to be that and maybe even more.
1: And here's a good stat for you, Nathan. Do you know who led the league last year in turnover-worthy throws? Who? The pylon diver, right? I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to lose a dollar. (laughs) He led the entire NFL in turnover-worthy throws. Do you know how many turnover-worthy throws Sam Howell had yesterday?
0: Uh, throws? Yeah. None. One? I was about, yeah.
1: He had zero turnover-worthy throws. None of his passes had a chance to be turned over, intercepted. None. Mm. Not a single one. And how many times did he throw? I don't even remember now what his, his final
0: number? <laughs> were. was like north 35, of 35. Yeah, it was north of 35. It was a lot.
1: Yeah, so he had one
0: turnover-worthy play is what I was thinking about. Yeah, I'm dumb about throws. But yeah, throws is, yeah, I, 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 he's just so accurate. Yeah. Look at those touchdown passes again. Do yourself a favor.
1: Do yourself a favor. Go the watch the highlights.
0: Already. And I mean, just those throws were magnificent. Yeah. Yep. Well, I so hope nice. that you enjoyed this day after reckoning here on Ref the District. Make sure if you're here on YouTube that you hit that like button subscribe to the channel if you're listening to this on audio make sure that you get that to auto downloads because we provide you content every day of the week here in the nfl season for the washington commanders i'm nathan perry that's the stoner we are ref the district and until next time
1: two and oh baby
0: let's go for three be a fan here we go